0: Hello, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a channel surfer. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. Every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's On this day in 1967, the world's first live global satellite TV program was aired. Instead of broadcasting from towers to antennas, satellite TV sends signals through space satellites. Let's look back on how this moment changed TV forever. A television station broadcast for the first time in 1928. It was W2XB, now known as WGRB, broadcasting from Schenectady, New York. If you ever wondered where radio stations got their call signs, here's how. Different countries were assigned certain letters, A to Z, and the U.S. got K, W, A, and N. A and N are used for the military, so that's why, if you're in the U.S., your local radio station might be something like W-H-Y-Y, or K-E-X-P. But these broadcasts were local, and couldn't be simulcast across the world in the way that we see today. So, to air a live global program just 40 years later was a feat. The program was broadcast to 31 countries on every continent except Antarctica. Aptly titled Our World, the two-and-a-half-hour show highlighted the best arts and culture from 14 participating countries. It took 10,000 technicians and producers around the world to write scripts, shoot the footage, and manage the logistics of this unprecedented moment. Over 1.5 million kilometers of cable quite literally linked the disparate countries together to make the simulcast possible. Even though this event brought the world together in some way, it's not as though global politics were all hunky-dory. The broadcast occurred in the midst of the Vietnam War, which lasted from 1955 to 1975. Just weeks before the show, the Six-Day War broke out in the Middle East between Israel and Jordan, Syria and Egypt. Despite the war's brevity, it escalated regional tensions that remain today. This war ended on June 10, 1967, just 15 days before this global broadcast which had been in the works for 10 months. In response to Western coverage of the war, Eastern Bloc countries like the Soviet Union, Germany, and Poland pulled out of the event. This was also complicated tech-wise, since the Soviet Union contributed one of the four communication satellites that would make the event possible. But still, the show must go on. Estimates show that between 400 million and 700 million people tuned in to watch. At the highest estimate, that's almost one out of every five people alive at that moment. The event was created by the BBC's Aubrey Singer, a broadcasting executive, and the British segment of the show became the most famous. To close out the event, the Beatles performed All You Need Is Love for the first time. In the context of the Vietnam War, the Beatles were asked to write a song with a positive message. They even invited friends like the Rolling Stones. Eric Clapton, Marianne Faithfull, Keith Moon, and Graham Nash to join them on the broadcast. It's like if Beyoncé debuted a new song at the Olympics and featured Lizzo and Olivia Rodrigo, but somehow even bigger than that. Don't underestimate just how intense Beatlemania was in the 60s. Other notable creators like Pablo Picasso and Greek opera singer Maria Callis appeared on the show too. And to make matters more impressive, none of the acts of the show were pre-recorded. Now, global broadcasting is much less complicated, though it's still a feat. Nowadays, television can be shared across regions through the internet, but still, there's something beautiful about so many people coming together to make this event possible, even if it took place in a troubling time. Now, let's talk about music. Today, in 2016, 50 Cent was arrested for using a curse word during a concert in St. Kitts, where it's legal to use explicit language. The rapper was hired to host a show on the Caribbean island, but when he arrived, he was asked to perform. The DJ only had explicit versions of 50 Cent's songs, which kind of set him up to use profanities in his performance. So during his song, Pimp, the artist slipped and said, well, if you know the song, you can probably guess. 50 Cent was arrested on a Saturday night, and he had to attend a court hearing the following Monday. So his St. Kip's trip was extended. But according to a spokesperson at the time, they just kind of rolled with the situation. The representative said, well, we all had a good time. 50 enjoyed it so much, he decided to stay longer. And that's a very diplomatic way to put it. 50 Cent ended up paying the $1,100 fine. The rapper DMX, who passed away in April, experienced a similar incident in St. Kitts, paying about a $400 fine in 2003. So I guess if I'm ever lucky enough to perform on the island, I'll be careful about what I say. And now for today's final segment, I'll be looking into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a June 25th in my life. June 25th, 2009, when I was the prime age of nine years old, I was in a kayak. I have a photo here that my grandpa took when I was younger. Um, And I was wearing a 101 Dalmatians life vest. I had a pink styrofoam visor on, some brown khaki, sweatpants shorts and um i was kayaking in lake champlain in upstate new york which i actually just recently visited i went to see my grandma and um i did not go kayaking but it's still one of my favorite things i've liked kayaking my whole entire life and it's really cute that i can see a nine-year-old version of myself who looks i almost virtually identical to my 20 year old self doing the same thing that i enjoy doing nowadays Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM 2 new facts every day. So don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.